You're listening to the Farmyard Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Farmyard. It's a movement, have you heard? And our Patreon supporters. Episode 27, Let's Charge Those Seeds, with host Linda Borgie. Well, hello, everyone. Linda Borgie here from Farmyard. It's a movement, have you heard? And how are all of you this fine day? Thanks an awful lot for listening in. I'm very excited about this particular podcast about charging your seeds. I've uh, been very fascinated with um, a man by the name of Wilhelm Reich. He was a man that was born in 1897, and he was born in Austria. He, uh, he studied psychoanalysis under Sigmund Freud. That in and of itself is pretty interesting, right? But what Wilhelm Reich found, discovered in 1939 is what he coined as organ energy. He discovered that this energy was present everywhere in the universe. And he uh, left Austria and came to the United States to do some research on this particular energy. And what he had to do in order to study it was to accumulate it in one area, right? So what he did was he built this, these boxes. What he found out was that by using certain materials, it would collect the, the energy of organ and accumulate it, bounce it back in to this box. And the box was made out of wood, wool, and metals. And he did this research in Maine. And he, uh, he had cancer patients come and sit in this organ accumulator box. And he never charged anyone uh, for any of the treatments, but it did get rid of the cancer. So he came out publicly to let everyone know that he had discovered this, you know, and he, and he was using it in different ways as well. He was using it to alter the weather, as in making it rain, and making it stop raining by the use of a device that he invented called an organ, an atmospheric reorganizer, I'm sorry, atmospheric reorganizer and a cloud buster. Now, I've really watched every single um, video, YouTube video there is on Wilhelm Reich and have really gone into mostly all of the of the uh, websites that have uh, brought this energy and this information back to light. But there is one particular place that I go for great information, and that's called Collective Evolution. And they wrote a really fabulous article on this energy. And I'd like to read parts of it to you right now. And these are just snippets that I took out of this article 
and others. Okay, so we know that he was born in 1897. So Freud's theory on the libido really fascinated Reich, who believed that the libido was a real physical energy. Then he moved to the U.S. to research it, and he started to realize that this energy, like I had said, permeated everything. And after he made that announcement that, uh, you know, he had been researching and treating cancer patients and uh, this particular en- organ energy by accumulating it in this box and having the individual sit there, it balanced the energy in the person's body. And it was an imbalance in that energy that created problems uh, to begin with. Well, after that happened, he, um, he was arrested and he was put into, uh, into prison. He died seven or eight months later of a heart attack. And all of his research was burned by the FBI. All that stuff is kind of kooky, but now I want to tell you uh, a little bit about why I'm so excited about organ energy. I was introduced to this particular energy probably close to 10 years ago, and it was through the form of what's called an atmospheric reorganizer. And I will put links in the show notes that will give you specific instructions on exactly how you can build your own atmospheric reorganizer. At the time, I didn't know that I could build an atmospheric reorganizer because I didn't know really anything about organ energy. I just knew that this device on my farm would be a very important tool because it was a series of seven copper pipes coming out of a vessel that had organite in it and other materials, biodynamic preparations and devices that would gather, that would accumulate that organ energy. And it would go up the pipes. Now, if I wanted it, the weather, let's say, as an example, I wanted it to stop raining, I would tilt these pipes, these seven pipes, and they were tall, they were five feet out of the ground, out of the vessel that it was in. If I wanted it to stop raining, I would tip these seven pipes to the northeast. I can't remember exactly what direction that was, like four years ago. And if I wanted it to rain, I would tilt these pipes to the southeast, right? And during the time that I had this atmospheric reorganizer, I was in Walker Valley, New York, my farm, Abundant Life Farm in Walker Valley, New York. And it was the summer and it would not stop raining. Not raining, raining, but just lightly rain like every single day. And it was June and things were starting to really go sour. And twice I used the atmospheric reorganizer to have it stop raining, tilted all those pipes. And both times, within 20 minutes, the rain stopped. So for me, I have a life experience 
with the accumulation of this particular energy. Now, this is not the only experience, and I will put uh, the YouTube video in the show notes that will give you the history uh, of the cloud buster, because uh, what had happened, uh, and these these uh, these uh, videos and and documents have all surfaced uh, from uh, Wilhelm Reich's grandson, and thank God for his grandson and his son, both of them kept this information alive for me to be sitting here talking to you about it today. This 62-year-old podcasting grandmother talking about Oregon energy. How exciting is that? I got to tell you, I'm thrilled about it. So what happened was farmers got wind that Wilhelm Reich had this device that could make it rain. And they would call him to have him set this device up to see if he really could do this so they would not lose their crops. And sure enough, within 24 hours, the rain would come. Now, if we can control the weather, if we could accumulate this energy for beneficial factors... Isn't that just fascinating? And, and the items that you would need in order to, to build some of these devices are everyday, um, everyday items. So let me, let me explain to you how we're going to charge our seeds and how we have some very deep, rich thinkers on the planet today, young ones, And that, I think, is just, you know, beyond my wildest dreams. I was introduced to a young man by the name of Stuart Lundy, and that's Perennial Roots Farm in Accomack, Virginia. And we do have a few other podcasts with Stuart insofar as biodynamics are concerned. Um, So please go back into the episode list and listen to that great information that Stuart has to share with you. But, you know, biodynamics is really, for me, the study of unseen energies, working with those energies, with those life forces, you know, in union, in collaboration. Uh, and that's what biodynamics is for me. I'm not just farming the earth beneath my feet. I'm farming the air as well. And I'm using all these tools all these planets, all this energy. It's very interesting and fascinating. And in my lifetime, that's been real to me. I've seen it, uh, I've seen it function on very high levels for me. So there's no really, I don't need to believe in it in order for it to function. So let's get back to Stuart. Young man, him and Natalie are biodynamic farmers there in Accomack, Virginia. So what does he do? He charges his seeds with organ energy. What a, what a brilliant thinker. What a brilliant thinker. And as a free download today, I'm going to be, we're going to be giving you the Facebook live that Stuart gave from his farm, uh, showing, showing you live and in person exactly how to build an organ accumulator to charge your, 
to charge those seeds. Now, I'm going to describe it here right now on the podcast so you can gather a few of the things that you need. And there are very few items. So what you need is a metal can, a can that a magnet will stick to. I use the uh, 32-ounce tomato cans, whole plum Romano tomatoes, when I don't have enough canned in in the canning closet for the winter or beans, or anything that you can stick a magnet to, right? Now, what you're going to do is get yourself steel wool. Now, you want a very fine steel wool. Triple zero or quadruple zero is even better. So any good local hardware store would have that readily available to you. And last but not least, you need felted wool. Now, you have to make sure that it is wool, that it is not polyester. I mean, years ago, I ran a fabric store, and we used to sell felted squares, but it was really felted wool. Now, those felt squares are not felted wool. It's poly blends, so that won't accumulate the energy. So you can either buy felted wool online or you could go to uh, your uh, local Salvation Army and get a felted wool sweater or you could buy some raw wool and felt it yourself. You don't even have to felt it, just wrapping that raw raw wool. And you could get all of the uh, all the wool that you need is right there on your phone, in the computer, on Amazon, or wherever. You know, it, it can be had. You don't have to live down the street from some sheep. Okay? So then what you're going to do is you're going to wrap your can with steel wool. And then you're going to wrap your can with wool. Layer it. The more layers, the more conductive the energy will be. So let me see. I have four. I have four layers. I'm a needle felter, so I had no problem. I just dipped into my bag of spent wool, the ones that have little balls on them or seeds or whatever that wouldn't be good for a needle felting project, so I just wrapped that around there. And I happen to have a wool sweater in my collection that hmm, made it to the dryer and shouldn't have. So I cut that up. And now what you will do is you will take your seeds and you will put them inside of the can. Now, the way you can do your research is the same way I am going to do my research. My son was married July 31st, and as a wedding gift to his mom, he gave me, not only did he give me a pound of organic French lavender, dried French lavender, but he gave me seven or eight packages of organic flower seeds, wildflower seeds and burdock and a whole bunch of them, right? So I put all of them inside of this organ accumulator. 
And what I've done is I've ordered from the exact same company, the exact same quantity, and the exact same variety of those seeds. So I'm going to have a duplicate set. And I am going to plant them separately. And I will do research on the difference between the seeds that were charged and the seeds that weren't charged. So by the end of next season, I should be able to report back with my own scientific findings on the benefits or not of charging my seeds prior to planting them. Now, if I was a farm growing on, let's say, a half an acre, because for me, that's a farm, I would probably get myself a metal filing cabinet. And I would wrap that filing cabinet in steel wall and wall and steel wall and wall and steel wall and wall so that I would have the space inside of that cabinet to store all of the seeds that I would need for the season, like all my spring seeds, and then they would come out, and my summer seeds would go in, and things of that nature. So um, I can see this being, you know, kicked up a notch to a yard farm that would be growing food to earn money, say a half an acre, you know? Uh, so I do believe that this is something that is going to be very thrilling to watch. Yeah. And I know that there's a lot of people out there that have never heard of Wilhelm Reich and have never heard of Organ Energy. And I hope that this podcast encourages you to go ahead and do some research and some investigation on the subject. You know, in my mind, I always go back to the fact that at one point in time, we thought the earth was flat. So new and interesting ideas like charging your seeds before replanting them, how can it hurt? Can't hurt at all, folks. And what, and if it helps, boy, look how, look how little it will take to help so many. And that's what Farming Arts all about. That's what this podcast is all about. I have some great, 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 great news for everyone here. I am relocating. I will be leaving Beaufort, South Carolina, and I will be landing in Silver Springs, Maryland. I think it's eight or 10 miles from the White House. I have decided to plant myself in the eye of the storm and pretty much immediately upon my arrival, I will be co-hosting a radio program out of Arlington, Virginia. Really excited. I'm excited about this. I, where I'm going to be living is nothing but yard farms as far as my eye can see. It is suburbia, and I am going to hit the ground running 
getting myself embedded in the neighborhood. And, you know, I will show everyone exactly how it's done live and in person right there on Janet Road in Silver Springs, Maryland. So very excited about this. My car is packed. Today is, let's see, today is Sunday. And it is, I don't even know the date. My goodness, you know, when you work every day of the week, it's hard to keep up. So let me just take a look at my phone here. Today is Sunday, November 26th, and I will be departing Buford this coming Wednesday at 5 o'clock in the morning. So that is all for now. I want to thank my our Patreon supporters. Thank you so much for supporting our podcast. Yes, indeed. We could not do it without you. That's for sure. And if you'd like to be a uh, if you'd like to be a patron, go ahead over to Patreon and give us a pledge. That's right, just like PBS broadcasting. All of this is brought to you free of charge. And it is our honor to deliver this information, to give you the skill sets necessary to farm your yard biodynamically using energies that are not seen. It's all, it's all, it's all good, folks. I will catch you on the flip side. And until then, go farm your yard biodynamically. Next on the Farm Yard Podcast, gardening biodynamically for 45 years with host Linda Borgie and guest Charlotte Anthony. This podcast is community supported. We thank everyone for tuning in and a special thank you goes out to all our Patreon supporters. If you enjoy our content, please subscribe and share. You can help support us through Farm Yard, all one word, on patreon.com.